Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Culips. This is a catchword episode. Now, catchword is the series where we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and expressions that will help improve your English listening and speaking. And in this episode, we're going to teach you two idiomatic expressions about being crazy busy. And I'm joined today by my co-host, Cassie, who actually has been pretty crazy busy herself lately. <laughs> hey, Cassie, what's up? Hey, Andrew, and hey, listeners. Yes, that is very true. I'm super crazy busy, but before we get into this episode and talk about phrases about being busy, we have a shout-out. One of our listeners from Canada with the username Van Mango left us a five-star rating and a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Van Mango, who has a very cool name, by the way, wrote, Super recommended. If you're looking for materials or whatever to improve your English, you should try the Culips English Podcast. Thumbs up. That is a great review. Thank you so much, Van Mango, for leaving that for us. And listeners, if you'd like to get a shout out in an upcoming Culips episode, then please do just what Van Mango did. Leave us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to Culips. Doing this will help more English learners from around the world learn English with us. I also wanted to let you know that there's a transcript and study guide for this episode that's available for all Culips members. Following along with the guide while you listen is one of the best ways to study with us and we highly recommend it. Plus, when you become a Culips member, you'll get access to lots of special bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams and access to our members-only series, The Fluency Files. So to sign up, become a member, and get the study guide and transcript, just visit culips.com. So with that being said, I think we're ready to start this episode. And Cassie, our expressions for today are about being crazy busy. And as a result of being so busy, you don't really do anything well. You know, when you're trying to multitask and do so many things at the same time, I mean, if you're like me, then usually the result is not very good. And today's expressions are all about this exact topic. So maybe you could introduce the first idiomatic expression that we'll teach to our listeners now. Okay, so the first expression today is to spread yourself too thin. To spread yourself too thin. And this expression means that you're doing too many things at once, and as a result, nothing's really going well. Mm, I don't know about you, Andrew, but when I think of this expression, I think of, you know, you want to eat some peanut butter toast, but you're at the very end of the peanut butter jar, and so you have just a little bit left, and you try to make it last, you try to spread it as thinly as possible on your toast, but as a result, there's no flavor. Exactly. That is exactly the same imagery that pops into my mind. 
I actually was thinking of a bagel and cream cheese, but mm. pretty much the same thing, right? So to spread, maybe some of our listeners don't know this verb to spread. It means to take something like jam or cream cheese or peanut butter and place it evenly over a piece of bread usually, right? Like toast mm -hmm. or a bagel or could be even a muffin. You could spread butter on a muffin just to place it evenly over the whole surface of the bread that is to spread. And so if you spread not the peanut butter or not the jam or not the cream cheese, but yourself too thin, well, it's kind of like you're trying to put yourself in all places at once and do all things but as a result of that, you don't do anything well. Just like when you try and spread only a little bit of peanut butter over the whole surface of the toast. Well, the end result is that you don't taste the peanut butter at all because the peanut butter is spread too thin. So if you're spread too thin, the end result is, you know, not completing everything correctly or not completing everything that you set out to do to the best of your ability. Exactly. Cassie, have you ever spread yourself too thin? Oh, many times. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, we're doing our day jobs and we're doing the Culips podcast. We also have our personal lives when we need to hang out with our loved ones and our friends. And also we need to have time for our hobbies and interests. So when you have a crazy busy schedule and you're trying to do everything really well, well, it's bound to happen that some things don't get done perfectly. So in fact, in the last few years, I really felt like I spread myself too thin. I was trying to do too many things at once. In addition to work and culips and my personal life, I was also trying to be an amazing Korean speaker and mm -hmm. a very good chess player and a very fast runner. I was concentrating on these three hobbies and it turns out that I wasn't doing any of them really amazingly. So mm. I've cut back on the running. I mean, I still run, but I'm just not trying to go fast anymore. And I cut back on the chess. I still play, but I'm not trying to be a world champion or anything. So I think it's going better. I think focusing on a little is a way to get a lot of results. Mm, I agree. That last sentence is, is good. Focusing on a few things is much better than focusing on too many things and not having enough time to do it all. I agree. And how about now we listen to our first example with this expression? Sounds great. So softball season is starting up again soon. Are you going to play this year? You know, I love playing softball and all, but I'm going to take a break this season. Really? Oh, that's too bad. You're such a good player. I know, and it's so fun to play with everyone. But I've just been spreading myself way too thin lately. With my job, and CrossFit class, and now I'm volunteering every week at the community center too. Ah, uh, yeah, that's no problem. I understand. Just make sure you come out and cheer us on sometime, okay? Of course! So in this example conversation, we hear two friends talking about softball season. Now, softball is a really fun game that is really, really similar to baseball, except the ball is larger and usually it's played 
more casually. It's not really a competitive sport. I know in Canada and in the USA as well, a lot of adults will join a softball team and play just recreationally for fun. So these two friends are talking about this sport and the upcoming season that is starting. And one friend says that she's not going to play this year. And that's because she feels like she's been spreading herself too thin lately. She's been doing too many things, working, taking a CrossFit class, volunteering at the community center as well. So adding another activity, playing softball onto this would just be too much for her. She would probably fall apart and not be able to do any of these commitments well. So instead of joining the team, she just decided to pass and not play this year. It sounds very similar to what you said earlier, Andrew, you know, cutting back on your running and your chess playing. Cassie, did you ever play softball? I played in gym class. Played in gym class. Okay, very good. Let's move on to example conversation number two. Did you hear about Mark? No. What happened? He resigned from his job. As the school principal? Yeah, exactly. Why did he do that? He said he just couldn't keep up with all the things he had going on in his life. I guess he just spread himself too thin. So what's he going to do now? I heard he's planning to go back to university and is going to train as a graphics designer. Whoa, so he's completely changing fields? Yeah, but I think it'll be good for him. He's always been interested in art. Well, if you talk to him again soon, tell him I say hey and good luck with the course. So in this example, we hear about a guy, Mark, who used to be a school principal, but he recently quit his job to go back to university and become a graphics designer. And he did this because he had spread himself too thin. He felt like his job was just taking up too much of his time and not giving him enough joy to pursue the things he really wanted to in life. Andrew, I think this happens to a lot of people when they hit, uh, you know, their late 40s, early 50s, or maybe even a little bit before that. We call it kind of like a midlife crisis. You know, you, you've been working one job for a while, or, you know, you have kids and family, and you realize that you're kind of stuck in a routine, and you realize, you know, time's running out. Not exactly. There's lots of time left usually, but you feel that way. So a lot of people make changes during this time, just like this guy, Mark. Yeah. I mean, I'm not quite at midlife yet, or at least I hope I'm not at midlife yet. I just turned 37 recently, but I almost had a mini midlife crisis just last weekend, and I started researching on the internet what I would have to do to enter med school and train as a doctor. I was curious about that. Really? Yeah, I thought if I wanted to do something new, like a big career change like that, I would have to do it ASAP, as soon as possible. And I was reading all about it and thinking about all the ways that my life would change if I went back to being a student and what it would be like to retrain and become a doctor. I don't know if I'll do it or not, but... 
I was thinking about it is interesting. Wow, that's crazy. If you do it, I'll support you. <laughs> Go, Andrew. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But one of the main things that I would worry about is spreading myself too thin, Cassie,、mm -hmm. if I became a med student, because I love doing culips. And don't worry, listeners, I'm not going to give it up. So for now, I'll just keep teaching. And speaking of which, let's teach everyone our second expression for today, which is to run around. Like a headless chicken. This one is kind of <laughs> a funny and gross one at the same time. To run around like a headless chicken. Now, Cassie, you asked me about the imagery from the first expression, <laughs> so I have to ask you about the imagery for this expression. What pops into your head when you hear this phrase? Well, I think it's pretty straightforward. I imagine a chicken with his head cut off, just running around a little. Farm field and being like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Now, actually, I have never had to do this. I know it's a rite of passage in some places. In fact, lately, I I was watching a TV show on Netflix called Master of None, and in the first episode, the main character or one of the main characters, he has to cut. The head off of one of his pet chickens, so that they can eat the chicken for dinner. It was very traumatic. But what happens when you do this? At least what I understand, because I've never actually done it or seen it myself, is that when you cut the head off a chicken, it doesn't die instantly, right? The nerves are. It might be technically brain dead, but the nerves are still active, and the chicken can run around for a few minutes before. Passing out and stopping its movement, so we often use this imagery in English as a metaphor for being crazy busy and just running around and doing so many things in a hectic, like, fashion. And if you think of running around like a headless chicken because you're so busy you can't even stop to concentrate on anything. Then you're probably not going to be doing a very good job, right? If you're dashing here, dashing there, doing this, doing that,、eh, you're just not going to be efficient at doing all of the things you want to do. So, this expression means to do too many things at the same time and in an ineffective way. Yes, and Andrew, I actually do have a question. In Canada, is this usually the way you say that expression to run around like a headless chicken? Yeah, I would say to run around like a headless chicken, or to run around like a chicken with its head cut off. There are two ways to say it. Yeah, usually I hear it as to run around like a chicken with its head cut off, which is longer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, Cassie. I never thought of that, but there are two ways to say this expression, and they mean the same thing.、Hmm. So perhaps to run around like a headless chicken is more of the UK style English. And UK English still has a pretty big influence in Canada, so that's probably why we use both of these expressions: one from the UK, one from the USA. Canada's kind of stuck in the middle of these two countries linguistically.、Mm -hmm. I think we're ready to listen to our first example with this expression. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Hello. Hey there, Pam. It's Reg. Ah,、oh, hey Reg. What's up? 
Ah, not much. It's just wondering if you and the fam wanted to come over for a barbecue tonight. Interested? Ugh, that'd be awesome, but today's not a good day. I've been running around like a headless chicken trying to get ready for next week's conference. I think I just need to chill tonight. Ah, uh, it's all good. No worries. We'll do it some other time. Absolutely. Talk to you later. Bye. So in this conversation, two friends are talking on the phone. One guy, Reg, calls his friend Pam to invite her for a barbecue party at his house. And Pam says, ah, thanks, but no thanks. I'd like to, but I'm just too busy. I've been running around like a headless chicken trying to get ready for a conference. So we can imagine that she's just doing so many different things, trying to get all of the preparations ready for this conference that's happening next week. And because she's so busy, she just wants to chill and relax. And because of this, she says, no, sorry, I can't go to your barbecue. That's right, Andrew. And let's reinforce this expression with conversation number two. What did you do today at work? Eh, I had to run errands all day for my boss. Errands? What kind of errands? Uh, let's see. First, I had to deliver a bunch of documents to the downtown office. Then I had to dash back to the office to help him get ready for a lunch meeting. Then after that, I had to go back to the downtown office to pick up some new products. I was running around like a chicken with its head cut off all day. Sounds like you had a crazy busy day. <sighs> yeah, it was crazy. I'm ready to go home and chill. Okay, in this conversation, we hear about an office worker's day and how crazy busy it was. She was going between the downtown office and the other office, moving documents, preparing lunch meetings, all sorts of crazy stuff. It was causing her to run around like a chicken with its head cut off. She had no downtime and no time to even like process what was going on. She just had to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Sounds terrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see this a lot on TV shows in New York, you know, interns at their first job trying to impress their boss by running errands as quickly as possible. Yeah, photocopy this, bring me some coffee, go send these emails, doing all these little jobs, and by the end of the day, you're just exhausted from running around all day, just like a headless chicken. Exactly. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you learned something new. Don't forget, there's a study guide that goes with this episode on our website, qlips.com, and it's available for all QLips members. If you want to support QLips because you like us and you learn a lot with us and we're helpful for improving your English, well, then please support us. The best way to do that is to sign up and become a QLips member on our website. Again, it's QLips.com. But that's not the only way. We'd also really appreciate it if you'd tell your friends who are learning English to check us out. 
If you followed us on social media, especially Instagram and YouTube, or you could also leave us a five-star rating and a nice review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you have an idea or a suggestion for an upcoming episode, then we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is contact at qlips.com. We read all of your emails and reply as soon as we can. Sometimes we are also spread too thin and it takes us a little while to answer our emails. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. See ya.